You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me are my friends, Petra Burke Hello. and Kate Abbott. Howdy. And say hello to Walter. He's sitting on Kate's lap. <laughs> And, and let's define who Walter is. Walter is her 13-year-old cockapoo. She doesn't have someone else sitting on her lap. With a great mustache. Yeah. All right. In this podcast today, what we're going to talk about is attention and attention in regards to your dog paying attention to you. One of the things that I say to every group class we have when we're introducing the concept of dog training is we can't teach our dog until we get his attention. If your dog's on a tight leash pulling away from you, or even if he's just sitting next to you, but he's looking at the butterfly flitting past or the gopher that's sticking his head up out of the ground, you can't teach him if he's focused on something other than you. So we like to make attention very special. We teach it as an exercise, We reward the dogs when they do voluntarily pay attention to us. We use use it as a redirection in cases where there might be an issue. If your dog's staring at another dog coming towards you and he's starting to rumble or the other dog has an issue, you can use attention on you as a redirection and then, of course, reward it. So attention's very important. It's something that we like to make a big part of of our training program. And I know we all use it with our dogs. Oh, all the time. Yeah. You used to yeah. use it, well, if you have kids. <laughs> Parents do it. I mean, you when you're a parent, you automatically do this, but how, why is it so difficult to apply it to your dog? Yeah. Parents talk to their kids, and the kids are ignoring because they're looking at this or at that, the TV, and they always say, pay attention to me. Look at me when I'm talking to you. Same thing. You well, I didn't have attention. kids, but I remember doing that to my dad. Right, see? See? <laughs> Yeah. To, to your dad? Well, the ignoring part. Ah, you ignored him. Okay. Not, not so often. Liz, look at me when I'm talking to you. Yeah, not often. Right. <laughs> I didn't ignore him often, but I, I do yeah. remember giving him a Well, I'm just breathing. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen very often. <laughs> so one of the big parts of of teaching attention is finding the right motivator or motivation for your dog and we were just talking about walter he's he doesn't see well anymore he's not hearing terribly well so using a hand signal for teaching the watch mate isn't is easy (laughs) so finding a motivator becomes a little more challenging well he still likes his treats so so stinky uh, treats that his nose still works 
wave a treat underneath his nose, and he will stare where he thinks my eyes are. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which may be 18 inches from where they really are, but... <laughs> well, remember Kona, he was blind, uh-huh. but when you made a noise... He can just focus in. It looked like he was watching to watch me, but as long as you make some type of noise, he's like, ah, okay, you're, you uh-huh. must be right there. Radar, that... radar, radar. Yeah, exactly. And he lost exactly. his vision when he was, what, five, six? No, younger than that, like two or three. Was he that yeah. young? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So he he was a demo dog in classes for many years yeah. when he couldn't see. Yeah, we did watch <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like I said, nose still worked, and his yep. ears and nose, nose still and worked. And... So one of our first motivators that we use a lot then is treats. I like to encourage people to choose treats that are not junk food, because when you're teaching this exercise and, and other basic exercises, you're going to use a lot of treats. One of the ones that I'm using with my puppy right now is Swiss cheese, because it's good food. It's not expensive. I can get the cheap domestic kind. Uh-huh. Chop it up into little bitty pieces, put it in a sandwich bag, and, and just pull it out of the refrigerator. And the other thing is it's got a, a good, strong smell. Mm-hmm. So I can appeal to his sense of smell. Or ours, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> when she's talking to us, pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> No, then I use the real good stuff, not the domestic stuff. Switches to chocolate. (laughs) But we always run into dogs who uh, may not be food motivated or not food motivated at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I've run into that with Hero, who's coming up on seven months old and, and has hormones hitting the system. So what I did was I went to a dog training supply website and found a tug toy that's gonna sound a little gross but it's rabbit fur with a handle and rabbits are not endangered right <laughs> no so, unfortunately they're not so this is like like a ball with a squeaker in it with rabbit fur and when hero is at his most distracted i can bring out that toy out of my pocket and get his attention instantly and actually i use that with kate's Jack Russell Terrier, Quill, last Saturday, mm-hmm. introduced it to him. And, oh, my gosh, I had Quill's attention immediately. I remember a trainer, and she had the tennis ball on the end of a rope, you know, just uh-huh. eight inches of rope. Mm-hmm. And what she would do would be to stick, stick it in the top of her bra when not using it. Okay. And then it was very, that was her treat bag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she could reach up and grab a hold of that rope and bring uh, it down. Looking, looking. <laughs> Sometimes dogs get in the habit of staring at our pocket pouches. That's yeah. true. On the side of yeah. our body. But no, yeah. this dog stared right up at her. Because <laughs> that's where the joy came from. Yeah. Yeah. I can see so, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing, sometimes something the dog can hear, squeaky toys. Squeaky toys can be a, a good um, motivator, mm-hmm. attention getter. And that's it. You've got to find what is the motivation for that dog. How I mean, many how many German shepherds work for tennis balls? Oh God, mine did. That yeah. was the only thing. Treats, forget it. Yeah, you give them a steak raw. They're like, no tennis ball. I'll jump off the cliff for you. Yeah, yeah. And just a slight step off of this topical path onto another. Make sure your dog really likes what you're giving to him. It wasn't that a couple of classes ago that 
We had to sh sit down with a woman and show her that the way she was petting her dog, her dog did not like. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. But we showed her how to pet mm -hmm. over here, and he melted and loved it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Actually, that was just week mm -hmm. before last, yeah. Yeah, so their relationship has changed now that the reward that she's giving to him that makes her happy to give him is something that he wants. Mm-hmm. Up until then, it was like, isn't it wonderful? I baked you your favorite cake. And he's like, I don't want that cake anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 Then the next step in teaching attention is what word are you going to use or sound? I know with previous dogs, I've used uh, a verbal clicky sound, you know, like people do with a horse. I've used a <laughs> Now, since I'm doing it in front of classes so often, I use the phrase, watch me which is easy to explain to people because what we want the dog is to do is exactly that. Watch you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then once you've decided on the motivator and you've got a name for this exercise, then it's teaching it. So take that motivator, get your dog's attention on it, and bring whatever that it is up to well, your I'd back up and put him on leash. No. And, I okay. mean, so yeah. he doesn't dash away. Yeah, because... Some puppies are so distracted, and they'll yep. be like, oh, you have something good. Butterfly, squirrel, boom, <laughs> gone. You know, then it's like the whole thing just went out the window. True. I do like to start this in a very quiet, calm environment so they don't have a lot of distractions. Even the bathroom at home. Yeah. <laughs> if you've exactly. got a busy household. Exactly. <laughs> Where the motivator becomes a bright, shining light for them to follow. Mm -hmm. Right. And bring it up, and the moment that they look into your eyes, give them their motivator, whether it's the treat or the hugs or the pat on the head or the squeaky toy. And then I, I like to use a verbal also. If you're clicker training, you can use a click. I like to use my voice as a marker. So as soon as that eye contact's made, yeah, and the motivator. Because eventually, I like to be able to get rid of the treats. Or the extra motivator, you know, depending on how quickly the dog matures, how good the exercise mm -hmm. is, all these variables. But I'm always going to use my voice. Bones, watch me. Yeah, awesome. So use the voice along with your motivator. Now, it's been a number of years since the little old lady came to me and said that she oh. couldn't get her puppy dog to do a watch oh, me. Oh, yes. But I still remember this. And we still can... use this as an example in class. It was a great example. She was a nice woman with a sweet little white fluffy dog. And she said, every time I ask him to watch me, he just turns away. He wants to run away from me. And I said, well, show me how you're doing it. She says, all right, dear. And she got, I said, pretend I'm your puppy dog. So she came over and said, all right. And the smile on her face. And then she locked eyes on me with a laser beam, stuck her face forward into mine and said, watch me. Yeah, that made me break eye contact. I took a step back going, whoa. <laughs> so this is not, um, I don't know. I, I think it was somewhere around fifth and sixth grade when at lunchtime we used to do that. Who's going to blink first? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. This is not a challenge. Nor is, is it a nor is it a so-called alpha exercise. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's this is loving, caring, smile, smile. You like your dog. Look. You want <laughs> you want to help create a situation where your dog wants to look at you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true with human language, body language, and it's true with canine language that a quote hard stare, which means open eyes, 
rigid face. Not blinking. Not blinking. Mm-hmm. That's the equivalent of flipping someone off. I mean, it's the start. It's aggressive. Of going, I don't like you. Yeah. yeah. It, it's aggressive. So yeah. that should not be a part of uh, this puppy dog to enjoy you. Yeah. To right. enjoy looking at you. So instead, think of one of the diamond engagement ring commercials where people are staring adoringly into each other's eyes and blinking <laughs> and happy. Stare adoringly to your dog's eyes. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that's important is keep this training session short and sweet. Yeah. Don't do it 25 times until your dog can't stand looking at you or he's counting your crinkles around your eyes. Yeah. Like four or five times. Four or five times, walk away, take a break, throw the ball for your dog. Do it four or five times again later. Keep it short, sweet. Keep it fun. Shoot, there's times I go home and I still have treats in my pocket because I try not to have them in the, in the washing machine. And I'll just randomly go, oh, I've got a treat or two. And I'll just call the boys over to have a sit, do a quick watch me, boom, 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 done. They go off. It could be one, two treats. I had some, I randomly just I had, throw it in there. I had some eggs left over for breakfast this morning. Boy, sit, watch me, good. Yeah. Boy, sit, watch yeah. me, good. Yeah. Go. And they went scrambled things. eggs with cheese. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leftovers, little chicken or meat. I just keep those little pieces aside instead of washing them down the sink. Yeah. Huh? Randomly. And then if you get a freebie. Okay. Gotten... So as as oh. <laughs> as we're talking about this exercise. My four-year-old is sitting at my, or laying down at my feet, nosing my knee, trying to get attention, staring at me, saying, you're saying, watch me. And mom, I'm doing it. Pay attention. This table is semi-clear, so he can actually, he was trying to look up at you. (laughs) Yes, he was. Through the table to make eye contact. And when I wasn't paying attention, he nosed my knee. (laughs) Mom, I'm doing it. I'm doing it downstate, and I'm watching you. You do get a freebie in there, a dog sitting there looking at you adorably. Address it. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, Bones is one who loves to make eye contact. His primary means of communicating with me or getting attention from me is to make eye contact with me. And because he has one bright blue, sky blue eye, and another very nice brown one, but one attention-getting sky blue eye, he knows that gets attention. Mm-hmm. And so he uses that. But you know what? I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. If he's trying to get my attention, he's not off getting in trouble. Exactly. If he's asking for something I don't want or don't want him to do, then I'll give him something else to do. Lay down. Thank you. Good. But he tries to use that eye contact to communicate. I'm all for that. That's great. All right, well, we need to take a break for our sponsors, so hold on. We've got a lot more to talk about when we get back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of happy dog for life because she gets fed Dynavite and Licko Chops. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite for your dog this week. We'll send you a bottle of Licko Chops free. New, improved Licko Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E. And now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Licko Chops. Free this week at Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. designerpetsweaters.com Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. This is your host, Liz Palaika, with my good friends, Petra Burke and Kate Abbott. Today, what we're going to talk about is attention in regards to your dog paying attention to you. One of the funny things that we've, I find Poncho doing, especially over the, the vacation, the break we had, he'll sit in the recliner and he'll put his head on the uh, armrest, and I'm in the chair, in the couch, so just like within, what, two feet from him. And I could just feel him looking. <laughs> and so I'll look over there and, he, and my aunt who lives with me happens to say, God, he just looks like, he just loves you. <laughs> and he does. He looks at me and like, I love you, mom. <laughs> so when I look over and I, I'm like, well, hi, his tail goes. It's like my reward. Uh-huh. Mom, uh-huh. you looked at me. Here's my reward. I wagged my tail. He got you to do it. Yeah. And then he'll close his eyes and I ignore it and he'll do it again. I feel it. And I look over and his tail goes. Yeah. But that brings up another point of both Poncho and Bones is if your dog does make eye contact with you, there's absolutely nothing wrong with rewarding it. No. Uh, you can add, good watch me, thank you. Or you can just praise. Yeah. With Hero, yeah. my puppy, you know, at six and a half going on seven months old, he's lots of things get his interest. So when he does want to make eye contact with me, when he does want to look at me, yeah, hi, what you doing? Good, watch me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reward that eye contact. Reward that attention. You'll get it more often. Yeah. Kate and I had the dogs out running in the big field a couple hours ago before we got ready to record tonight. And every time Hero ran towards me, I praised him. Praised him. Good boy to come. Yeah, thank you. Pet, 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 pet. And when he'd come up and make the eye contact, praise with that. Praise that attention. Mm-hmm. One of my mantras is reward the behaviors that you want to happen again. Yes. And eye contact is certainly one of those. Now, we also like to play a game with the eye contact. And we'll teach this in our classes. Oh, these are fun. Um, and it's challenging for the dog. So we always start with the basics, you know, just like we were describing dog sitting, treat from nose to your chin, watch me. But the ones we that you can start challenging them is actually having your dog sit in front of you, having a few treats in each hand and in the fist, and let the dog smell that you have treats in each one. 
and start with your hands just by your side. And the idea is the dog has to look at your face in order to get the reward that's in your hand. And when they do that, the second they look at your face, yeah, and give them a treat and alternate your hand. And it's fun. I think the dogs enjoy it once they figure out what the game is. And then you put your hands out. So like an airplane, <laughs> put your hands mm -hmm. out and then have them do it. Now that's more difficult because they really have a tendency to look at one hand and then the other hand, and the other hand until you can either say the word or make a noise. And the second make eye contact, you give them a cookie from your, from your hand. And then you can go up above your head or you can put one on your above your head and one arm by your side or you start kind of moving it around make circles out at shoulder height and that's hard because they yeah. have movement so they have to ignore the movement and look it straight at your face but once they're uh, our dogs love it once they figured out the game they're like i know i got this I got and, this. This and when fun. we're demonstrating for classes when we explain it people go yeah right sure and then they'll see one of our dogs sitting in front and Pedro or kate will swivel their arms or move them or wave them around and you see the dog look at the hands look at the hands look at the eyeballs uh-huh and it's like whoa laser yeah. focus yeah you know we had a few rowdy classes but what we used to do actually was go up there get a watch me from our dogs and then somebody would cue the class to whistle and uh -huh. yell and make yeah. noise uh-huh it turned out to be more disruptive to the dogs in the in class, the class exactly. yeah yeah. Our dogs would just stare and just go, yeah, yeah. got they you, ignore, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> they ignore the class. Right. Yeah. 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 Let's try and get all the other dogs to settle down. So the, the holding the treat out and moving it and doing so, that's, you know, working on being able to use the Watch Me even when there are distractions. Exactly. You're using the motivator as a distraction to see if they come back to the behavior you want to reward. Mm -hmm. And then we've also got duration, distractions, durations, and distance. How far away is your face from your dog's face before they're able to make that? For most dogs, it's they're in a sit position on the ground. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we start the little tiny breeds up on a stool, a, a stool or, or a hassock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. something. Yeah. But just because down. that is such a long way. Yeah, and to yeah. start off, right. eventually the goal is at the on the ground, right. the feet. So if you increase one of the Ds, if you increase distance, if you increase duration, then drop the other two down just for a little bit so that you all succeed at it. Mm -hmm. Then you build back up. And if your dog is making a lot of mistakes, and I hate to use the word mistake, if he's not succeeding at making eye contact with you, because it's not a mistake if he doesn't understand it. So if he's not succeeding well, then go back to the basic treat from his nose to your chin. Do that some more until he's doing that well, and then you can go back to playing the game. But don't be in a hurry to increase the difficulty of the game if he's having trouble with it. And then, then it's not a game anymore. Right. right. And in this day of smartphones, uh, your phone can be a great training aid for you to prop it up, put it on video, and videotape yourself. Oh, I used tape. Ooh. Ooh. Video yourself. <laughs> Wow, that's my age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, you just uh, <clears throat> dropped a clue there, Kate. <laughs> and then transferred over to your Betamax. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, sorry. Yeah, we've got listeners going, what's that? Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, videotape. Video, video. yourself. <laughs> Play it back. You can delete it. You do not have to put it up on YouTube or show it to anybody else. But you can see, are you looming over your dog in an aggressive, as you're trying to 
get them to want to stare at you. What's happening that you're not succeeding? You can be your own second set of eyes to look at you. I've done that with my and own And when you're videoing it, what is the expression on your face? Yeah. Right. Are you frowning? Are you glaring? Do you look like you're going to cry? Are you angry? Or are you preferably smiling? What does your voice sound like? Is it, yeah. watch me? <laughs> or is it, watch me? Thank you. Awesome. Do you have <laughs> tinted glasses or sunglasses and your dog can't find your eyes? Yeah. That's always a possibility. There's, use it as a second set of eyes. Because uh, asking a spouse or a family member, they may not actually know what they're looking for. Now, one other thing. Don't use corrections with this. Mm. Don't say, sweetie pie, watch me. Uh-uh, no. Use your watch me if he's distracted. Use that treat, that motivator. Put it down to his nose. Get his attention back on you. Or if you need to, if he's really distracted, uh, release him from the sit. Back up. Have him follow you a, a few steps. Have him sit and do it again. Mm -hmm. No corrections during this. This is not an exercise to yell at your dog. This is all honey and no vinegar. Right, right. Now, sometimes dogs are worried about making eye contact. Sometimes it's the owner's fault, expression, body language, perhaps using corrections. But some dogs are worried about it too. We mentioned in the beginning of the podcast that a hard stare can be intimidating. Okay, let me give you a life example. I went out to do a private training. This family had just adopted a small dog and a mom, two daughters, and dad. And they said, well, a man must have abused this dog before we adopted him because he won't go near my husband. And my husband would really like to get to know this dog. He's never had a dog before in his life. I mean, happily, the dog approaches mom or any of the kids. And I said, well, show me. And so dad got a treat out, one that one of the daughters had just been giving to the dog. And he sat down on the couch and he held it out and he said, come on, babe, come on over there. And his eyes were so wide open. He was so intently staring at the dog, willing it to come close. That he backed it off. That the dog was going, why are you staring at me? So I said to the guy, stop, shake it out, relax. Now, hold the treat out, relax your arm, close your eyes. And the dog looked two or three times. Are you sure your eyes are closed? And then trotted right on up and took the treat. (laughs) So for for the guy, it was a great demonstration of how he was using his eyes like laser beams to push the dog away yeah yeah not allow him to come close yeah we have other dogs that might be worried or afraid that just can't take any eye pressure at all Mm -hmm. that you have to look to the side look down and for those dogs you can still teach the watch me but do it without looking hard at the dog and or concentrating on blinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes when people do this exercise, they are so focused on getting the dog to look at them that they may not blink regularly. Yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Get so intent on what you're doing. Yeah. And sometimes and, even soft looking and then take some small baby steps backwards mm-hmm. so that the dog then wants to move with you. Mm-hmm. Can help a shy dog. Yeah. So this can be a fun exercise. It helps teach the dog to pay attention to you, to focus on you. It's an exercise we start teaching in the puppy classes, the baby puppy classes, because you've got those wiggly, 
distracted by anything baby puppies and and if you can teach them even just a a three second watch me in baby puppy class then by the time they get a little older and they're in basic obedience class it's a snap to teach them a, a longer watch me oh by the way so and not only is it good for getting the puppy dog's attention before a command distracting them from a situation you don't want them to participate in mm-hmm. but it also can make uh, learning a wonderful heel oh a yes a lot easier oh, walking yes. on a leash nicely yes yep yeah <clears throat> yep so there are many reasons to teach this yep the biggest thing is keep it a game keep it fun mm-hmm. smile soft eye contact excellent motivators Motivators that your dog likes, not necessarily what you like, but what the dog likes. And vary them. Like I was talking about with with my puppy hero. I use treats. I got that terrible rabbit fur toy. Not that I like it, but that he needs something other than treats at times. And he's not yet interested in balls. So tennis ball didn't work at all. So I got a motivator that works for him. So we'll see if Liz starts wearing V-neck t-shirts <laughs> so that she can pop out her rabbit toy on a string. Well, there's looking down there. Room down there. <laughs> yeah, but you need to be able to quickly get it in and out. Get it out. <laughs> oh, I said there's room. I didn't say I could find it. <laughs> on that note, we'll call it quits for this podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.